We pray that the Word of God will come alive in your heart as you listen. So going back to Romans chapter 7, this is what Paul is talking about. There's two ways that this has been interpreted. Some people say, well, this couldn't be the Apostle Paul. The man who wrote half of the books of the New Testament talking about that he is still struggling and he can't do the good that he wants to do. And things like this, this couldn't be talking about that man that wrote half of the books of the New Testament. So this must be Paul talking about before he was born again. That's one interpretation. Another interpretation. And this is probably the dominant one in the religious church today. Is they say that this is the way a Christian is. A born again Christian. That you just try, but try as hard as you want to, you're still going to fail. Well, and then you just can't win the good you want to do, you can't do. And they, they use this to basically excuse away their failure and their their shortcomings and say, well, we are just old sinners saved by grace. And we just can't make it. I don't believe either one of those are true. You know what I believe this is talking about? This is talking about the Apostle Paul after he was born again. If he just lived in his own strength, if he was going to depend upon himself, and his keeping of the law, then the, his flesh is incapable of keeping the law. And he's, this is consistent with everything he said prior to this. This isn't describing his life before he got born again. And it isn't describing that he is just a hopeless, messed up case that regardless of how hard he tries, he's going to fail. Now that he is born again, but rather it's describing a born again person. If they don't depend upon God and the Holy Spirit and they try and live for God through the law, through performance, earning God's favor, well, you're always going to fail. But Paul wasn't failing because he was walking in the Spirit. Not in the flesh. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. He says, 
walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh mwagambira ntino mutambulire mu moyo era obenga tutukiriza kwegomba kwa mubiri so my point is Romans chapter 7 is a chapter that is devoid of the Holy Spirit. Rather, it's talking about the flesh. You trying to serve God in your own ability. And it paints this picture of I can't do it, I want to do it, but I can't do it. And that is true of any person who is trying to serve God out of your own ability. The Christian life isn't just difficult to live, it's impossible to live. It's impossible to turn the other cheek. It's impossible to be the person that the Bible commands you to be. If you are doing it in your own strength and own power. You have to literally just come to the end of yourself and say, God, I can't do it. I'm asking you to help me and then you let him live through you. Paul said this in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh. In his physical body, he was not living by the flesh, but he was living by the faith of the Son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul, if you try and live in for the Lord in your own strength, you are doomed to failure. You need to just run up a white flag and surrender and say, God, I can't do this on my own. Help. And then he flows through you and he gives you supernatural ability. You know, I've had people, I had this come up just last week. That we've got people we're sending out all over the world. And I had somebody come and say, I just can't do it. And I can't do it. This is bigger than me. I'm not up to it. And you know what I told him? I said, great. Awesome. And they were shocked. And I said, did you know that's a great attitude as long as you don't stop there. And just get limited by your own inadequacies. If you can go beyond yourself and say, God, I can't do it. But through Christ, I can do all things. I said, that's exactly the person that I want. I tell you, what Jesus has called us to do is beyond human ability. You have to have God's supernatural ability. It has to be Christ in you. 
Oteke dua okubanga olina amanya gogwa katonda. Oteke dua okubanga yu kristu mugwe. That is living through you. Paul said, Nga yakola iranga akuru kutiroku yita mugwe. Paula agamba, The life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Ntikati obulamu buwembera wo nabuo, mbuwembera wo nabuo, kuruoku kiriza kumwana wakatonda. Not faith in the Son of God. Siku kiriza mumwana wakatonda, na ye. But by the faith of the Son of God. Na ye kuruoku kiriza kumwana wakatonda. It was literally Christ living through him. Chitegeza ntiyali Christu e yali ali oiranga akuliru kuita muye. You know, I've turned around to people who have spit in my face. Omanyenze nsiri kilide abantu abampandulide na marusu. And loved them. Mwatu nemba wako agara. I've turned around to people who have hated me, have accused me of being the worst cult. Era nsiri kilide abantu banji, abancha ye, nevansi wako ebintu binji. Era ni bagamanti, ngabangamanti nze ninane nsomesa encha mwerecha sinzo kube mbi. Since Jim Jones... And I've blessed them. I've given them money when they were in need. I've helped them. I've loved them. Did you know that that is not natural? I could not do that in my own. But because I'm born again and God lives inside of me and Norokubanti Nazari Wabuja Atenga Katunda Avera Munda Munze. I have been studying the word of God, which Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. Ngate mbadenga ntwala nobu nechisedanga sumechigambo chakatonda, eranga yesuya gamba anti ebi gambo biemba gamba moyo. And they are alive. Atenga buramu. He also said that, that thy word is truth, John 17, 17. And the truth will make you free. John 8, Because I've been studying the word, it's been releasing this life. And I've actually been able to love people who hit me on one cheek and I've turned the other to them. I have done this, but it's not me doing it. I can tell you that on my own, when people have spit in my face, when people have done things, it doesn't make me have warm fuzzies for them. I mean, I want to go punch their lights out. That's the way that my flesh is. My physical body, my soulish, emotional part of me, I want to just punch their lights out the same as anybody else would. But I honestly have loved people who have hated me. People who have treated me wrong. And I can tell you, it is not me, it's Christ living through me. And so what's being described here? Paul made a real point saying, I know that in me, that is in my flesh. If he would have just said in me there's no good thing, that would have been wrong. But he said, in my flesh. He's talking here, not about before he was born again. Or how it was for him that he was just living this schizophrenic life. Where he couldn't do the good things that he wanted to do. He Try, but he failed. No, he was describing how it would be 
if he was serving God out of his own ability. He would be doomed to failure because the flesh cannot please God. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. We will be dealing with that in Romans chapter 8. Verse 8. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. You cannot satisfy the word of God. You cannot do what God says just in your own ability. And I tell you, if Christians would just recognize this, and instead of thinking, well, God, I am going to overcome this. I'm going to get to where I love these people that I hate. And you just tried in your own strength and power. You're doomed to failure. And the sooner you recognize that and the sooner you run up a white flag. And just say, God, I can't do this. And then you say, but God, would you just strengthen me? Would you put a supernatural love in my heart for this person? And when you turn and let God flow through you, it becomes easy. The sooner you come to the end of yourself, the quicker you will have the beginning of God in your life. That is a powerful statement right there. And this is what Paul is describing. He goes on to say, let me go back and read some of this, verse 18. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, Dwelleth no good thing, for to will is present with me in his flesh, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would I do not, but the evil I would not, that do I. Agamanti this again is describing a person who is trying to serve God out of their flesh. Out of their own ability. This is not dooming every Christian to absolute schizophrenic life and failure. If you live in the flesh, that's the way it's going to be. But if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In verse 20, now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I've made this point many times that in the book of Romans, there's like 40-something times that the word sin is used. And all but two times, it's describing a sin nature, not the action of sin. And so it's a noun and not a verb. In this instance, I made this point back in Romans chapter 6 that your sin nature is dead. It's 
IT'S GONE. YOU DON'T HAVE A SIN NATURE ANYMORE. SO WHAT'S HE DESCRIBING HERE? CHAGENDA, NURUCHO KATOCHI AINA CHIKULA ATECHE CHIVINATI. NAYEKA TIWANO CHAGEZA AKO KUNYONYORA. WELL, IN ROMANS CHAPTER 6, MUWANO MUBARUMI MUKAGA, in verse 6, it says, Knowing this, that our old man, that sin nature, is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. I spent quite a bit of time talking about this, that the sin nature is gone, but it left behind an unrenewed mind. It left behind a mind and emotions that were programmed with selfishness. And hatred and bitterness and things like this. And so the sin nature is gone, but there is a res what I call a residual old man. The old man is gone, but it left behind wrong thinking. And wrong feeling, wrong beliefs. And Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You are going to continue to act the way you were programmed until you reprogram yourself. However you think on a heart level is how your life will go. And so even though you may be born again in the old nature, the sinful man is gone. You are going to still have sinful attitudes and you're going to live in sin and you're going to be selfish. And condemning and gossiping and fearful and insecure and on and on you could go. You're going to be that way until you renew your mind. So you got a residual old man, the effects of that old man. That are in there. And so in verse 21, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. This is a law. You know what a law means? A law is something that's not arbitrary, it's not subjective, it's not based on how you feel. On a certain day, it's, it's a law, it's something that's unchangeable and it's universal. You know, I'm in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Springs. And if gravity worked here, but if it didn't work in China, then it wouldn't be a law. It would be a phenomenon. If gravity only worked sometimes, but there were certain times that gravity just didn't work. Well, then it wouldn't be the law of gravity. It would be the phenomenon of gravity. A law is consistent. It's always the same and it's universal. So this is saying that I find a law 
Norecho katuwa na agamanti. Nsange teka. That when I do, would do good, evil is present with me. This is something that is consistent. It's universal. It's not only for me, it's for you. If you're in China, if you're in India. If you're in Russia, if you're in America, it doesn't matter where you are. All of us have this inability to serve God out of our own self and out of our own strength and power. We've got to let Christ live through us. This is what he's describing. He says, For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members. See, he's talking about what's going on in his flesh. Out in the physical realm, in the spirit. Paul was the, was the righteousness of God. In the spirit, Paul was awesome. So are you and so am I if we are born again. And if we've had that new spirit come within, there's nothing wrong in our spirit, but in our members, talking about out in the flesh. In your physical body and in your mental, emotional realm, we see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me in captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. O oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? This is not the Apostle Paul talking about his present situation. And he was just tried, but he failed everywhere he turned. And he was just an absolute failure. Oh God, I'm a wretched man. No, he's talking about he was born again and he was awesome because he was letting God live through him. And as he walked in the spirit, he did not fulfill the lust of the flesh. He was changing the world. They, even unbelievers said about the Apostle Paul that the man that have turned the world upside down have come hither also. Paul was not this wretched failure when you look at him and what God was doing through him. But the Apostle Paul, again, Philippians chapter 3, verse 3, he says, I have no confidence in the flesh. Because 
not because I haven't attained things and he listed all of his accomplishments. Sirwa kubanti nino sirina cheni na uvasi ntuseko katiyagena maso no kunyo nyora bichibyo nabi ya liatuseko. But he said all of these things in the flesh, in the natural, I counted them but dung. Neya gama antivintubyo nabi ya atuseko mumubiri taina cha ibarako waburu kujia kukubira banga kazambi. Compared to what Christ has done in my life. Buhababi gere gere nyizane echo kristu cha liyako zemu gula mubwe. If I want to know Christ and let him live through me. Agena maso no gama anti yaliya gara nyo ama nyo kristu elamu leke akuloku yitamu ye. If you're offended by me saying that in yourself you are nothing, you are a wretched man or woman. Bubanga chukunyiza nzo kugamba ntibanange gwemugwe tolina choli oli muntu omunaku obumusajja obomuchala. Then you don't understand the true gospel. Chitegeza no obatu tegera njiri eno ya mazima. You are still relating to God based on your performance. Obocha kwa tagana ne katonda okuyita mu bikolwabyo. And your performance might be better than mine. Atabikola binza munao kubanga bisingira dalee byange okube birunji. I'm not saying you haven't accomplished things. Sigamantino toina biotu seko. But it doesn't matter if your flesh is USDA choice flesh. Na yesifa yonti obago mubiri go munange gutukiride nnyo era gukola byamanyi. If it's flesh, it's flesh. Cherchengamantu oguba mubiri gusigala mubiri. And it's, you know, I've quoted this many times, but Romans 8, 6, So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Hebrews 11, 6, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You've got to be walking in faith. You've got to be letting God live through you. If you are living on your own, it doesn't matter if you're doing good things. If you're helping little old ladies across the street, it doesn't matter if you're rescuing abused animals. It doesn't matter if you give to charities. It doesn't matter if you are helping cancer research. You can do all of these things, but if you are trusting in what you have done, that amounts to a big zero. In the sight of God. They that are in the flesh cannot please God. You may be better than I am, but who wants to be the best sinner that ever went to hell? Romans chapter 3 verse 23 it doesn't matter what good you've done. It doesn't matter how you polish up your flesh. How you describe it and dress it up. And make it look good. You are by nature. A child of the devil. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 3. That is the nature of things. You must be born again. And then even after you get born again. You have to live out of this new nature. You have to let Jesus live through you. If you, even though you're born again and your spirit is changed, if you are going to try and serve God out of your own ability, you're going to fail. 
Nesi ngoma ranogeza ako kuweleza katonda mubusobo zivogu kankubuli doboge nda kulemerewa. It's just like Paul said, oh wretched man that I am. Bwato nune paulo nebo ya gamba nti omuntu omuna kunganze wendi. Who shall deliver me? Ani anando kolanze. From the body of this death. Mumubiri kunogo kufakuno. And then he says, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Again, this is not describing the way Paul was living. This was describing the way it would be if Paul was trying to live out of his flesh. Out of his own ability. Out of his strengths. He would be a wretched failure. He wasn't a wretched failure because he let Christ live through him. And he even said, thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. So see that that is different than what's being described right here. Romans chapter 7, the last few verses, are not describing the way Paul was living. It was describing the way it would be if Paul tried to serve God out of his own strength. And out of his own ability. But because he wasn't doing that and instead he was letting Christ live through him. He could say, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. If you are trying to live by your flesh, by your strength, by your ability, there is a law. And again, I made this point that it's consistent, it's universal. It's always this way. It never fluctuates. It's always this way. That if you were trying to do it in the flesh, there is a law of sin. A law of failure. A law that you are going to come short. Sin literally means missing the mark. You are always going to miss the mark if you try and do it out of yourself. But the word no here is an absolute unqualified negative. It means absolutely zilch, not a zero. Most people will interpret this as, well, there's a little bit of condemnation. They think that when they do something wrong, God is displeased with them. Matter of fact, the average Christian really believes that God has the power to do anything. But they doubt 
that he will use that power on their behalf. Because they know, their own heart convicts them and they know that they aren't living up and doing everything that they should. They aren't seeking the Lord the way that they should. They don't go to church as much as they should. They don't study the word. They aren't as kind and loving and on and on it goes. And you know what? They live in condemnation. But this says there is no condemnation. Not a zilch. Zero. You know, I've had many people come to my meetings and I've given testimony about my son being raised from the dead who had been dead for nearly five hours in a morgue stripped naked with a toe tag on and yet God raised him from the dead and people will hear me give a testimony like this and they, they believe this they believe God can do it and if, if somebody was to fall over and I say, well, praise God, if you believe it, well, then you come up here and pray for him. They would be excited if I was praying for them. They'd want to see because, man, they believe it can happen. And they would, they would have excitement and faith. But when I say you come up and do it, all of a sudden their faith turns to fear. Their excitement turns to dread. What happens? Did God change? No, you believe that God can do it, but you don't have confidence. That God will do it to you through you because you haven't done everything that you should. And the sad fact is, you know, sometimes you think people, if they're on television, if they're a minister that somehow or another they have their act together and that they are... Just holier and that God moves in their life. That's not true. I guarantee you there's plenty of people on television that don't have their act together. And, and it doesn't matter. Uh, none of us are qualified. None of us measure up to what God wants us to be. The reason you are excited when I'm going to pray for somebody and I've seen it happen before and I've seen people raised from the dead but you are in fear. It's because you don't know me as well as you know you. If you knew me as well as you know you, you wouldn't have any more faith in my prayers than you got in your prayers. Because you don't have 
ate kuota teka mukusaba ko but see somehow or another you just think oh no you're i'm closer to god no na yero akuba mungede mu benda rogera norooza mbunze kati ndi nsemberedde nyo katonda mu manyinyo nedda and what that is it's condemnation erecho chiche chibachikola kuba kubanga wesalira omusango you're feeling unfit eranga ouliranga togwana you know the word condemned omanyi echigambo kusalirwa obakubera ko musango in the United States, this program is seen all over the world, and I travel in the UK a lot. Omani wano mu America, programu yangu eirabi wabu na wano kuetolora, atera anga ngenda nyo nemuguangeli abungereza. And in the UK, they talk about a building being derelict. Ebungereza boba gamanti a echizimbe chote chitu kilide. But in the U.S., we will say it's condemned. And what that means is it's unfit for use. It's uninhabitable. The government will come and put a sticker on there and say you cannot enter. It's condemned. It's unfit for use. It's dangerous. And in a sense, that's what this word condemnation means. If you feel unfit for use, if you believe that God could solve your financial problem, but you aren't sure that he will because you just haven't been the person you should be, you're living in condemnation. <laughs> Excuse me, you're living in condemnation. And somebody said, well, I didn't realize that's condemnation. That's what it is. It's just feeling unfit for use. If, and there is no condemnation. You shouldn't even have a sin consciousness. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 2. We should be living in a confident relationship. But again, most people aren't because they are trying to approach God in their flesh. They are trying to relate to God based on their own performance instead of what Jesus did for them. And because of that, your own heart is going to condemn you and let you know that you haven't done enough. It doesn't matter if you do better than anybody else around you. You will not be perfect and your own heart will always condemn you. And let you know that you could have done better, you could have done more. If you give and help five people, you know, and give money to them, well, you could have done six. You could have done a hundred. You could have done more. If you are trying to relate to God based on your own performance, it's never going to be enough. But this is saying that now there is therefore now no zilch, not a zero condemnation. To them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. 
Now there's some people listening to me and they're saying, "Well, I'm glad you finally read the rest of the verse." Because notice it says, "If you walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit." You are only not condemned when you are in the spirit. But when you mess up, man, there is condemnation. And there's people that actually believe that condemnation is a good thing, that you should live under condemnation. What this is saying, matter of fact, there's some translations that actually end. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Without this phrase, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. I believe that that phrase should be in there, and I'm going to explain this in just a second, but it does make a point that it is a true statement. That there is absolutely zero, zilch, nada. Condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Period. That is a true statement. If you were just talking about from God's standpoint. God is not going to ever condemn you. He condemned his son for you. And he will never condemn you. God is never going to be angry with you. Man, I wish I had time to just expound on this. Webale kuuliza program ya fe ya Gospel Truth tukiriza anti oweredwa nnyo mukisa okuyita mukusomesebwa kuno obango yagala tusabeko nawe obolina ekibuzo chonna obolina obujulizi kwecho katonda chakozo kuyita ku program weno tukubireko ku namba za simu zino wa manga 0200-330-000 Ngambie, eri 0200-330-000 Oba, 0 musamvu musamvu munana Atano mutano, nkaga mutano nsamvu Ngambie, 0 musamvu musamvu munana Atano mutano, nkaga mutano nsamvu Kuloku wakala kwa katondo kutaliko komojoli Tuogiru mkisa kwa katonda Tuogere nkula akulana ila tuogere ukunye zewa mulinyari ya mkama fe yesu. Owele duanyo omkisa.